Welcome to another moment with Matt with State Representative Matt Dowling of the 51st Legislative District in Fayette and Somerset County's Representative Dowling. Welcome to another report to your constituents. We'd like to start this week by talking about the good news that happened in the last week in Harrisburg. And it's good news because it rarely happens on time. And that is that we have passed a state budget and we've gotten it done before the constitutional deadline. What's in this? What's good? What's bad? What's really, really, really not good? Well, so we have fully funded education this year. We have, uh, again, another another high point for an increase in education, and that's something that we really cared about. We had a problem this year that we don't have in most budget years, and that was that there was way too much money. And when I say that, I, I say that kind of with an asterisk behind it, because there was way too much money, but it was artificially inflated. We had about $10 billion that we had to figure out where it was going to go and how it would be spent. Over $7.3 billion of that was from federal stimulus that came directly to the state. Then we had overshot our revenue projections with sales tax. Again, it's important to say that that wasn't personal income tax. That's not people going to work and, and paying out of their paycheck. That was sales tax. So whenever we got our Biden bucks and you know we went and spent that federal stimulus, we paid sales tax on that big screen TV or whatever we picked up at you know at Walmart and and that came back to the state. So we had 10 billion dollars that we knew we had this year we won't always have it in the future. So we had to figure out how to spend it. Uh, we came up with a $39.78 billion budget. The positive is that $2.52 billion of that went into the rainy day fund and that grew that fund to $2.76 billion. So shows there wasn't a whole lot in there to begin with. But now we will have that in future years when we have a shortfall uh, because we don't have all the federal stimulus coming in. And a shortfall is one of those things that we're really afraid of coming into this budget year. Because of all this money, there's a lot of folks that wanted to spend on programs that would be recurring. That's not a good idea when you have one-time money. Well, we look back to 2008, the last time that federal stimulus of this size, you know, in comparison for inflation, had come to the state and had come to individuals. And we saw that the uh, the government just became very bloated. We saw that in education especially, uh, they were given additional money. And then we had Governor Corbett come in and uh, like him, don't like him, he promised he wouldn't raise taxes. So he had to cut all of those programs because that federal stimulus wasn't there anymore. And we had what is rumored to be, and I, I, I hang my hat on saying rumored to be, the biggest cut in education since, although they were told beforehand that this was not permanent money. So we worried about that same thing happening, that we would grow programs and then not be able to sustain them in the future. And we talked about the good, we've talked about the bad, and now we have to mention the ugly here. And we have a thing called the non-preferreds, the, the institutions that are funded in part by our state but aren't state institutions. We had a little bit of a problem with those this year. Can you tell us what was going on there? So you're talking about Pitt, Penn State, Temple, um, and all of them, truthfully, had some questionable behavior. Uh, we're looking at some of these universities or sanctuary campuses, uh, but the worst that we possibly could have seen was at Pitt, and that's the fact that they were doing uh, uh, research on aborted fetuses, and you know, without being extremely graphic, and, and if you want to look it up and you want to check on what I'm saying, you can do it on the internet, but grafting you know, what is a human head to the back of a rat just is not acceptable. 
And so they're doing this with federal money uh, in a federal grant, but at the same point in time, we are giving them state money. And my point of view is that the money in my left pocket and the money in my right pocket spends the same way whenever I go to the store. So, uh, you know, I just couldn't see funding them while they're doing that kind of research. And, and we've had the conversation with Pitt that this isn't appropriate, it's not pro-life, and it's not what my constituents want to see. So I had to be a no on Pitt. The other thing that happened this last week is the governor's action on legislation that was designed to try to bring some kind of public confidence back to our election systems. This went on for months and months and months, hearings about this, and we finally came to the point where we were ready to move on legislation that passed the House, passed the Senate, and then the governor uh, threw his wrench into the works. What do you have to say about what went on here? Well, you know, we were looking forward, not looking back, and I will tell you that every day I get emails saying that we should audit the 2020 election. That time has probably come and gone that, uh, you know, that's not what we need to do, but this bill did allow for a great deal of auditing in the future of elections if need be. It also provided for voter ID. It provided for things that the other side of the aisle wanted. Um, expansion of drop boxes. I couldn't believe there was even an amendment to expand drop boxes even more, and all the Democrats voted against it. So the next time I hear that we need drop boxes, I'm going to remember that vote and think, you know, you guys pushed pushed the red button on your desk and said, no, that's not what we want. There were things like pre-canvassing in there that our counties have told us, you know, whether you like it or not, we need the time to open those ballots and get them ready so that we can have a result on election night. It was the culmination of multiple months, you know, 10 to 12 hearings that we had since January of 2021 until now. We worked with the governor's office. At one point in time, we were told that he would definitely be behind this, passed the House, passed the Senate, and was vetoed by the governor. Really just disappointing that we can't do the type of important election reform that we need to. But what the governor doesn't remember is, I can't believe he doesn't remember because it was a couple weeks ago, constitutional amendments can happen. And so I believe that voter ID and some of the important things we have in this bill will go to the people eventually to vote for it uh, as a constitutional amendment. It'll take us a little bit of time, but then it'll be done and no governor will be able to veto that. This has been another Moment with Matt with State Representative Matt Dowling. Tune in for more on PA House Podcasts.